Welcome to session zero of Thursday's Children, a Vason Mythic Britain and Ireland actual play. Um, We're going to be playing this every other Wednesday for a little while while we are on hiatus from the Cthulhu Files. And maybe a little beyond. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if everyone enjoys it. Um, Vason is a RPG uh, that is made by Free League who also publishes uh, such classics as uh, the Alien RPG, which we have played, Borkborg, which we have played, and many, many others. Um, tonight, we uh, our players have uh, already begun their character creation. We're going to complete that process, and we're going to play a short little intro, uh, little Session Zero intro, and then we will get into our first real mystery uh, next session. But the, uh, the Vason uh, rule book is quite lovely, quite thick, quite solid. Um, and it's actually a, uh, a Nordic horror game. But we are going to be playing the Britain and Ireland version. So this should be fun. Um, for those of you who don't know anything about Vason, which probably includes our players, I'm going to uh, share a, uh, a paraphrase from a description uh, by Anne Richmond from her Hearthsinger Games YouTube channel. Uh, she described it excellently, and I've adapted it slightly for our game. Uh, so, the player characters in Vason, Mythic Britain and Ireland, are members of a secret society dedicated to the study and handling of mythical and magical creatures. These are mysterious beings who lurk around corners or at the edges of your vision. And not everyone can see them, but you can. You have what's called the sight. You received the gift of the sight by suffering some sort of trauma in your past, which has led you to this strange land work. This terrible truth may have opened you up to an exploration of the occult, or simply given you empathy for those who are suffering in the sway of dark forces. This game places you in mythic 19th century Great Britain, it's a cold climb, teeming with cities, towns, small villages, forests, and moors, fairy rings, and Neolithic standing stones. Here, the old ways of nature struggle against the blooming man-made industrial age. This is a dark, gothic setting, steeped in Celtic tradition and folklore, from ghosts, trolls, witches, fairies, banshees, and woodwives, to Arthurian legend and echoes of the Elder Gods themselves. We have some experience with the Elder Gods. We will be encountering different incarnations of them here. So, how's everybody doing? Thumbs up. Spooky. Spooky. Awesome. Uh, since you're spooky, tell us who just who your character is. Just uh, just uh, your name. Uh, your uh, my my character's name. She says as though she has her character sheet up, but she's now lost in her myriad of tabs. Uh, is Felicia? Uh, I believe her last name is Yarvin, uh, and she is a private lady detective. Excellent, Amora. Who's you? I'm Eden Abernathy. Abernathy, my bad, Abernathy. Eden Abernathy. Um, I 
am an occultist and I inherited my mother's farm and my mother's farm hands, uh, including Haley, uh, Haley's character. Oh, okay. Haley, who are you? Um, my name is Dagmar Yadira. I am servant to Eden Avernathy. I like that. She's and like John. a second mother to me. A creepy little second mother. Yes, yes, I changed her diapers. <laughs> John, who do you have? I will play Emmett Taylor. He's a young writer uh, just out of college. I will work out more details as we figure out stuff. Excellent. He's probably going to be a bit pretentious and have opinions that I are. I bet he will. Oh, great. I like it. The... I love you so much, Haley. I really do. I hope you know I just was talking to myself the whole drive home. <laughs> just trying to get this <laughs> right. You queen. Oh, you queen. Delightful. Right. Let's see how this goes. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Boots, how old is uh, Felicia? Probably. She's. Well, we'll say in like her mid to late thirties, like, okay. and around enough to have been a fairly successful detective so far, um, and not so new to the game that she hasn't seen a couple things. Mm -hmm. So okay. that's my guess. Mid thirties, okay. Uh, Amora, how about Eden? How old would Eden? Oh, um, just because I'm, for the sake of me, I'm gonna say Eden's like thirty-two. Okay. But she inherited the farm when she was about 24. Okay, Mom she's died. currently around 32 or so. Yep. And uh, Haley Dagmar sounds like she's a bit older, maybe? Yeah, Dagmar, um, no one's really sure how old she is, but you would guess 66. 66? Like in her 60s. Okay, okay. And John, you said um, Emmett is a bit younger? Mm-hmm. You have an age range? Um, yeah, I think he went to Oxford and he recently graduated. Okay. Like, I'm going to say 23. 23? Okay. Maybe cool. 22, 23, somewhere around Baby! There. That's a good Maybe range not. of ages. So go ahead and uh, you can record your age on your uh, in your character sheet as well. <clears throat> and Amara, okay. you, you still have Roll20 closed? Okay, I so, do. Uh, I'm jotting down details as I go too to keep okay. track of it for later. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and add that in on your little twenty sheet for you. I appreciate you. Uh, let me see. Eden is you said thirty-two occultist. Okay, great. Now, uh, as you guys can see on your character sheets, you have four different attributes. Physique, precision, logic, and empathy. And then a little lower down, you can see that you have 12 skills. And every three skills connects to one of those attributes. So, John, as a youngster, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have a bank of 15 points to distribute among your four attributes. And you're going to have 10 skill points to distribute among your skills. Okay. Um, let's see. Amara and Boots, 
you are going to have 14 points to distribute among your attributes and 12 points to distribute among your skills. And Haley, you are going to have 13 attribute points and 14 skill points. Okay. Now, is there, you look, is there a minimum maximum for our attributes? Yes, yes, there is. Um, if you look at the um, archetype page with your character's archetype on, um, you will see that um, at the bottom right, there's like a little squared off area that tells you what your main attribute is. Mm -hmm. Your main attribute can have up to five points. At, uh, at the beginning of character creation here, that is the only attribute that can have five points. Um, the other attributes, you can uh, distribute the points um, two to four per attribute. No fewer than two, no more than four. And for skills, it was four, 15 for me and Amara? 14. Mm. You said it one was 14. Was Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it was 14 attribute points, 12 skill mm -hmm. points. Uh, 12 skill points. Okay, thank you. And you said one is the minimum? No, for attributes, two is the minimum. Okay. Your main attribute can have five. The rest of the points can be distributed with two being the minimum to your attributes. Let me know when everybody completes that process. <clears throat> So my main has to have. It does not have five. to have five. It can have up to five. Um, and then five. four for the rest. Up to four for the rest, right? You said two to four for the rest. Okay. Mara, do you know what you're doing with yours? I can update your character sheet. It's in height, babe. Um, I'm thinking that I should focus on logic and precision. Precision is your main one? attribute. Is the what? Is your main attribute. It is? That's Precision okay, is, cool. yes. So do you want to go five on precision? Yeah, we'll do five on precision. And then... Physique and precision are both physical skills, logic and empathy are mental skills, or attributes, sorry. Okay. So I still have seven to distribute. Let's do... I'm having a hard time deciding what's going to be most useful to her. You know what might be useful is... Um, Probably logic. Well, if you look at... There's, there's You have three skills for each attribute, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can use look at those to decide what you think is important for your character's skills and then use that to sort of maybe lean into one of the attributes if one of them seems more important. I will tell you that as an occultist... If you happen to choose like a talent that allows you to conduct seances, mm -hmm. observation is going to be the skill that um, goes into that. So empathy would be the attribute attached to that. Mm -hmm. Also manipulation can be useful for an occultist because there um, are talents that go into manipulation as well. Why so not? For the skills? Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Mara. 
I was gonna say, so precision, I should probably do five. Logic, two, physique, two, and empathy, three. That adds up to 12. Perfect. And then as far as the skills go, I as have As far as the skills 12. go, <clears throat> you can choose one skill at this point to give three points to. All the other skills can have zero, one, or two. You can choose one at this point. Oh, okay. So they can have a zero in the in the skills. Yeah. If you just leave them to zero, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was like, there's twelve skills, and if we can't have any zeros, then right, we're we're done. Yeah, we're game over. But only one can be a three right now. You will have the opportunity later on to to raise skills and attributes. Do you have a PDF that talks about the skills? Like a description of them, roughly? Did I make a PDF for that? Good question. Uh, just, you know, so I, we could look at it without you having to, like, right. eat it every time? I don't think I did. Um, let me see if I can find the description. So I think it's probably just a brief description of each. No, it really doesn't go into describing each individual skill. Question. Um, agility is going to be like a dexterity. Um, close combat, obviously, is going to be like melee combat. Force is going to be opening a door or moving a heavy stone or mm -hmm. grappling. Um, medicine, self-explanatory. Ranged combat is going to be using a rifle or a bow and arrow. Stealth is stealth, obviously. Um, investigation is going to be an investigation check because you're pretty self-explanatory, I think. Is there one there that you were particularly curious about? Uh, vigilance. Vigilance is going to be um, if you see something happening that you're not necessarily involved in, um, maybe you can discern what's going on there. If you see two people talking in a bar, uh, you might want to make a vigilance test to see if you can determine what they're discussing, you know, what their demeanor is. Okay, so how would that differentiate from uh, observation then? Observation is going to be more like a uh, general perception check, like if you're looking around a room. Um, typically in this game, like if you're going room to room through a building you, and you want to make an observation test, that test is going to carry through for the whole place. You're not going to have to make a new observation check in each room. It's just going to be... Um, how observational you're being as you go through the place. Uh, so is that like spot hidden? Looking for clues, it's kind of like a spot hidden. Yeah, if you're looking for for clues in a house, you make a good observation test that will carry through. But vigilance is more of a hmm. What's that strange figure doing over there? I'm going to keep aware of, of what they're doing. Okay, and so as a youngster, I have 10 points to spend, you said? Correct. Okay, I think I am spent. 
Amara, do you know how you were going to distribute? Yep. I'm ready when you are. Go ahead. So, um, I'm going to do two in agility. Two in medicine. Two in ranged. Three in stealth. Two in investigation. And one in learning. Okay. Cool. I did forget to mention this game does use the year zero engine, um, just like in the alien game. You roll a number of d6s, and a six is a success. Anything else is not a success. So all you're trying to do here is roll sixes. Um, and the numbers on your attributes and your skills just designate how many dice you get to roll. So the more dice you roll for something, the better chance it is uh, to roll successes. In these RPGs, they have special unique dice that have blank sides and just a face for the success. That is so cool. Yeah, it is nice. So does everybody have their points distributed? I am almost done. Okay. I, I think I've got them all done. I'm pretty sure I finished mine. It added to 12. I, I triple checked. Boots. Yes. Look, I am the boots. It's the pen that you gave me. Oh, it's the pusheen! Mm -hmm. I've got one in the other room, I think. Okay, I think, I'm, I think I'm done. Yeah. I've got <laughs> two in agility, two in close combat, two in force, two in medicine, one in ranged combat, one stealth, zero in investigation, zero in learning, two in vigilance, and three in observation. Uh, next, we're going to move on to talents. In that little box at the bottom of your archetype page, you will see it lists three talents for you. You get to choose one of those talents now. And I am happy to describe for you what they are if you have questions about them. Um, I'm, I'm Is just... there anywhere we can... Or tell us what page it's on and I can look at them, look them up. Um, Depends on the yeah, archetype. Yeah, you know what? Hang on. I think I did... Did. Here, I can post it in Discord. I'm looking at it right now. The talents? Oh. Do you mean the description or the archetypes? The archetypes. Which no, I have the there? archetypes. I just oh okay because they're. I don't know what these archetypes, what these talents mean. Right, right. So yeah, it'd probably be easier for you to read about. If there's access to it, otherwise I'll just make you read them to me in front of everyone. I don't mind reading them. That's why we're here, kind of, right? Um, okay, so I'll start with you then, please. The Pride okay. of the Talents. Eagle Eye means you gain plus two to vigilance when trying to interpret a situation you are not involved in. I love it. You can be nosy on purpose. Elementary means once per session, you can ask the Game Master to explain how clues are connected. Hmm... And focused means that you can ignore penalties from conditions when making investigation tests. Um, conditions happen when you are, say, injured or wounded. Um, instead of losing hit points, 
and we'll get into this in a little while, um, there are conditions that you take that may cause penalties to your roles. But if you are focused, you can ignore these penalties when making an investigation test. Okay. Sectors three talents. Can they think about them for a minute? Who could what help? I said, can I think about them for a second? No. Yes, you can think about them. Okay. John, what did you say? Me next. What? What did you say, John? Oh, I said that those all sound good. Um, oh, and I also forgot to mention, um, this is kind of a cool campaign because in this game, each session we play is its own self-contained mystery. Um, Ooh, your, your character like arc continues over the mysteries, but um, at a certain point during the session, a countdown will ensue that you're not aware of, and whether you solve the mystery or not, it's going to end for good or ill. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And things that you use will reset for the next for the next session. Um, okay, the occultist talents, uh, conjuring tricks. You can use stealth instead of manipulation when performing conjuring tricks to influence people. Medium means that you can use observation to perform seances where you predict people's futures and contact the dead. Extra successes provide more information, prolong the contact or cause spirits to materialize. On failure, you were given inaccurate information, act or suffer a condition. And strike fear means that you can strike fear. There are things called fear tests. Um, you can strike fear with fear level one, which we'll explain later. Uh, it counts as a slow action, but does not work against Vason. It works against mortal creatures. I think I'm going to go with the first one. The conjuring tricks? Yeah, I feel like it would be a nice way. Especially since I don't have anything in the manipulation. So then and I know that I would want to trick people. That, let me write this down for you for talents. <clears throat> um, conjuring tricks. You can use stealth instead of manipulation when performing conjuring tricks so did you put points into stealth i did i had three so when performing conjuring tricks to influence people you can use stealth instead of awesome because i was going to want to do that I think I'm going to um, take Eagle Eye. Okay, that's cool. Eagle Eye allows you to uh, add two dice to a vigilance roll when you're trying to interpret a situation you're not involved in. Um, servants? Servants talents? Nope. So Loyal. Loyal. You what? I thought you said something. Oh. It means you gain plus two on fear tests in the presence of someone you have sworn to protect. Which I assume would be Eden. So if uh, if a Vason approaches, uh, you may have to make a fear test. Okay. Allow you two extra dice if you are with Eden. Tough as nails means you gain plus two to force when fighting unarmed. And <laughs> robust 
means you may ignore penalties for physical conditions on one roll <clears throat> session. I think this is an easy one. I'm going for loyal. Because this hoe is loyal. You don't want to punch things? Be an old lady who smacks shit up? Oh. She's a bad bitch already. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. He's oh, you're, you're considering it now, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty funny. I didn't really take that. Like, I took some ranged combat, but if I can cover your ass ranged and you can cover me in melee. Can you read Robust and Tough as Nails again? Tough as Nails means you gain plus four to force when fighting unarmed. So that's extra punching ability. So what about with like a purse, though? I want that to count so bad. Um, that you're armed. It, it would yeah, be like, fine. yeah, it's like it would be like nothing though. Just, just, just a purse. Just a purse. Whatever you're carrying. I mean, especially yeah. since this is not like a shoulder bag or a handbag. Like this is a, a purse. Hmm. A, a purse is the only object I will allow um, to continue the unarmed. Otherwise, you can transfer that to any object, right? Uh, robust means you may ignore penalties for physical conditions on one roll per gaming session. Was that four, uh, I think we four know dice what's up. with unarmed? Plus two. Oh, plus two for the unarmed one. Okay. For, the un for tough as nails, you get two extra dice. Okay. And the writer's talents are automatic writing. When channeling spirits through automatic writing, you can use inspiration to gain clues. The Game Master provides more or less vague clues, predictions about the future, or momentary insights into the thoughts and experiences of your enemies. Extra successes reveal more clues. On a failure, the Game Master decides whether you suffer a condition, become possessed, or undergo a personality change. You decide what kind. It lasts for 1d6 hours. You can use automatic writing once per gaming session. Journalist means that you may use inspiration instead of manipulation when charming or deceiving someone to gain information. And wordsmith means you can ignore penalties from conditions when making inspiration tests. Anybody need me to read anything again? Can you say the second one, journalist, again? Journalist. You may use inspiration instead of manipulation when charming or deceiving someone to gain information. So what is the context of inspiration versus manipulation? Here we are again. I can't believe they don't describe the skills. Because they're both empathy skills, right? They're both empathy, yeah. And I'm just sort of wondering, like, what is sort of the deviation between the two of them? Because mm -hmm. I originally put more points into manipulation than inspiration, which kind of makes all those abilities worse, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just, like, wondering if I should just swap the two. But... Six. 
Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay. Inspiration is the ability to address a crowd, encourage and guide your friends, and create or understand works of art. When trying to influence the thoughts or actions of a group of people, you make an inspiration test. Manipulation. You can use manipulation to influence how other people think, feel, or act by lying, flirting, bribing, negotiating, haggling, or using your social skills in other ways. So manipulation is kind of like a deception, whereas inspiration is uh, like persuasion. Persuasion, yes. Okay. Uh, use vigilance. Back, get back to vigilance to notice someone sneaking up on you. Or interpret situations you are monitoring, whereas observation, uh, when talking to another person or spending time in their, their presence, you can use observation to understand what they're thinking, feeling, or planning. I have a question. Yes. Um. So for tough as nails, so for your talent, do I add it to the skill manually, or do I put it in the description of the talent? Um, you can put it in the description of the talent so you remember what it is. Okay. Um, because you so, are thinking about... Plus two to unarmed close-armed combat, right? Right. I, I, for uh, tough as nails, yeah. So... Thinking she'll have a mean be, backhand. You could also be in close combat you know, with a knife or something, so you don't want to add that to your close combat skill. Oh, okay. You you can add it to the dice modificator field, or I believe when you click a skill to roll it, it asks you if there are any bonuses or penalties. So you can add it to that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, so for the talents that I have again, automatic writing was kind of like my own version of seance, right? Yes. Journalist lets me use inspiration instead of manipulation mm -hmm. when I try to influence someone. Okay, so pretty much any time, right? And then Wordsmith let me do a similar thing. Uh, journalist means you use inspiration instead of manipulation when charming or deceiving someone to gain information. Wordsmith means you ignore penalties from conditions when you're making inspiration tests. Okay. So, all right. Sorry. So you could have, you know, say you suffer like three mental conditions. Uh, you would be making an inspiration test with a minus three. Mm -hmm. But if you have um, the uh, wordsmith talent, you can ignore the minus three. Okay. What does learning do? Oh, that's funny. Where was that? Learning is a measure of your education as well as your ability to establish connections through logic and knowledge. When you need to know something about what is in front of you, you can make a learning test to gain clues. There you go. Sometimes the game master will say that it requires books or other sources of information. 
In some situations, it is impossible to get any clues. You can use learning to translate foreign languages, figure out how to best behave in a certain situation, or understand the workings of a mechanical device in a cultural or a magic item. You can use learning to obtain basic information about a basin if the game master deems it appropriate. Okay. And did you say that vigilance was important for analyzing art, or was that inspiration? Sorry. That's good. I should have. Uh, I should have made this Vigilance is to notice someone sneaking up on you or interpret situations you're monitoring. Uh, inspiration is the ability to blah, 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 or understand works of art. Okay, yeah, it was inspiration to understand works of art. Okay, just double checking. Okay. Um, okay, and you said we can only have one skill that goes up to three, right? Correct. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I now, think I'm going to go with Wordsmith. Going with Wordsmith? Cool. Yeah, can you give me the, just the. Mm -hmm the description one more time so I can make a of note of it. Of course I can. I can ignore... Is it penalty? Is that what they refer to them as? Wordsmith. Ignore penalties from conditions when making inspiration tests. Okay. Inspiration tests? Mm -hmm. Oh, that no, at the end, as well. What's that? Oh, I thought that like I, I put the I wrote the whole description in the talent thing, and it just it went. didn't extend the field. I know. Yeah, doesn't have like a. You would expect the field to grow. Okay. Um, at the end of every session, um, I will ask you a series of questions. You know, and for every yes you answer to the questions, you will receive an experience point. Going forward. You can spend uh, five experience points before the next session uh, to increase one of your skills or attributes by one, or to buy a new talent. And you can buy talents from among all the talents. You no longer have to take it off your own uh, character archetype sheet. And so there are eight. You said hmm? we're starting with five XP? No. At oh. the end of every session, I ask a series of questions about how the session went. For every time you say yes to a question, you receive an experience point. Okay. And there are also a, a bunch of um, random talents. So you can choose from every other archetype and the random talents if you're buying talents at that time. Everybody good with your talents? You just pick one, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, just yeah. one. Uh, so next, you're going to choose a motivation for your character. Um, all of the archetype sheets have some motivation examples. You can pick from any of those, or you can um, make them up yourself. Your motivation just explains why you are willing to risk your own life to track down and fight Mason. Ah, uh, yes, the why are you like this? Yeah. And this is yeah. you know, just for your own purposes. Haley, what if we're tracking them down because they killed my mom? Dude, I was literally thinking to honor her master, original master's wishes or something like that. So yeah. I good. jotted you down as my childhood nursemaid. 
current okay. I put at your service as my relation because that's how it describes it on the archetypes. Mm -hmm. So is that your motivation, Lamar? That the basin killed your mother? Yeah, the basin killed my mom. Is that also your trauma? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the song of the neck? Where's that from? Uh, so one of the trauma examples is lost a master to the alluring song of the neck. Oh, okay. A neck is a basin. Mm. Well, so that tracks because Amara, remember, I was like, oh, we should, this is one of the examples, like, we should do this. So maybe, like, mm -hmm. it was a neck, specifically. The neck is a musician living in rivers, brooks, and lakes. He takes the shape of a man, young or old, often with some peculiar characteristics. Cloven hooves, a third eye, and below his forehead, a front ears. The neck plays the fiddle, the flute, and the harp. His melodies are beautiful, melancholic, and captivating. Those who listen to his tunes cannot stop dancing. The neck lures people into the water and drowns them. Let's say mom had been drinking. The neck got her. Dropped her guard, not usually her thing. Oh, okay. I like Thought that. she could friendly. make friends with them or some shit. I don't know. Hot. We don't know her motivation, we just know that she he had been drinking and she didn't make it home. What you said? I did. Yeah, I said he's fucking hot. Oh wait, I didn't see him well enough. Oh. Wait, what to... time period does this take place in again? 19th century. 19th century, yeah. um, I think Jack the Ripper, Sherlock Holmes. Okay, perfect. Haley, why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's like... I think that Pete Davidson could play him. Yeah, I think that would be a great casting choice. Then he would be hot. So, uh, what you did with your motivation there, you can also do with your trauma. You can choose a trinity archetype sheet or make up your own and the same thing dark secrets. although no one else should know your dark secret your dark okay secret you and me alone to know so okay I'll, I'll dm you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let me know when y'all's done with them i have put a dark secret in my thing cool and then you're also going to choose your relationship with each of the other characters. And you can discuss those with each other too. You should tell each character what you see your relationship with them as. Okay. Um, you had a picture of everybody's names in the Discord. That is really useful to reference right now. So I can get spelling. <laughs> Uh, where did Basin go? Why don't I see Basin? Basin, I'm on Basin. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So there's three other people. Yes. And Haley, you cannot use your purse for unarmed combat if there's a pistol in it. I know, I wasn't going to actually put a pistol in it. I just thought that picture was hella funny. 
But bricks, on the other hand, river rocks. Oh boy, well, handwriting is so hard to read. Yeah, I don't know if that's the way to go. That is hard to read. Okay, wait a minute. Is it in roll twenty? I don't, I don't believe so. Oh no. Okay. Um, I think people have posted the name on Discord. Um, oh, um, as long as you've sent something in, as long as you've rolled oh, something. Oh yes, perfect. Yeah, if everyone just rolls, that solves the problem. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So it looks like uh, Mara's character still needs to roll and Boots' character still needs to roll. Oh, wow. Okay, Jarvan. I could not read what Jarvan said in that handwriting. I thought the first letter was an F. I can't roll. Lee, can you roll for me? Mm -hmm. I think we're okay, actually. I don't think that's necessary since they're up. I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. Do it anyway. Sick. I'm trying to think of my dark secret. Josh was like, you could be left-handed. And I was like, no. That's not a dark secret. Well, he was like, you could get killed for that shit back then. Mm, I mean, you I already could get killed for being a witch, so I... <laughs> well, so I made a stealth roll for you, Mara, and you got two successes. Good job. I'm here for any questions. Hmm. So, under what pretense do we come together as a group? Well, because each... like, some of us are more intertwined with one another but like me and boots are kind of like i don't think we've had a, a way to weave in outside of whatever insights this i guess you each have the, the site so somehow you have found one another through that i mean it's 19th century you could be like doing research into women-owned farms so you said that Emmett is going to be kind of like a pompous opinionated kid right that like hasn't really seen a lot of the world but has a lot of opinions yeah like this is this is the guy who'd be like have you read Atlas Shrugged <laughs> okay okay I have an idea <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> but it's drops out of frame <laughs> I don't I don't get it. It went over my head, but no 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 no. It's, it's some Ayn Rand worship. I get it. So um Ayn Rand bullshit, yeah. What if you guys are there because you heard about the situation with my mom and how she died and like you boots came to uh investigate and you John came to write about it. Well, I guess, like, Lee, is our session zero supposed to be, like, the origin of how we came together as a group? Because like You can come up with that for backstory. When when we okay. begin, when we do the little um, playthrough at the end, um, I'm going to set things up for you uh, to start off your investigations together. But you can decide how you came together as a group initially. Mm -hmm. Are we working for a greater organization? Not yet. 
at this stage, you are just a collection of four people who have this strange gift in common. Okay. So I guess, are we going to be in London? Yes, you will be in London. We met at a salon. Like we have people salon. taking care of the farm. And Another neat feature of this game um, is that you are going to have a headquarters, which I'm going to give to you. And at the end of each session, there will be another series of questions that will um, earn you development points toward the headquarters. And as you go along, you can buy new rooms for the headquarters. You can buy uh, contacts, um, other characters, things like that. I kind of feel like I won't be able to form these relationships with Felicia and Emmett until I've my characters interacted with them. That's fine. If Is you that fair? See, like, can if I you wait? To play it and see how things form on their own. Well, are you guys fine. open to the idea that we all came together because of my mom's death? I would imagine that Felicia. Uh, is probably probably heard about the neck from someone else and is coming over to check it out because her motivation is thrill-seeking and so she's like, oh shit, I'm gonna see a thing! So. Haley, it does make sense that maybe my... maybe you will find that you're very annoyed by Joan's character, but you don't know that yet. I don't know that. That's that's probably what I think is going to happen, just based huh. on the description. But I it's just want to make sure. I mean, I just want to know. I want to interact yeah, with them first fine. before yeah, I do I don't, that. I don't need you to fill those out. I don't yeah. want to like. I'm gonna give John's character a chance. You know, not just. I honestly don't know how I'm gonna like play him right now. I have like loose ideas, and I don't. I don't even necessarily have like a voice. Not like a literal voice, but like a voice in the way he speaks. I'm, so I don't know. I'm going to feel it out for like a little bit, right? But I, I do imagine he's young. He has a lot of opinions and he hasn't had any real experience with those opinions. So I don't know. I think so, he, it does It does make sense for, like, for Haley and Amara to decide how the, their relationship is though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think my character's probably come towards this because um, he's using it in some way as material for his writing. Mm. So He thought he, two women owning a farm is so preposterous he had to come see it for his own. No. And they were roommates. We're not gonna lean real hard into that, don't worry. Um <laughs> but I mean in in the in the supernatural way, right? Like he is interest he's looking to it for writing material so so is it a 19th century influencer (laughs) (laughs) oh you pissed him off wow oh no there he goes like i can't stand that just grab a snack um does everybody feel okay as far as relationships go with where you're at. I think so. We can just write whatever in the character sheet, is that right? Yeah, and I think most of that's gonna gonna come out in, in role play with each other. 
So yeah. that's fine. Yeah, um, I'm just writing like little notes, but nothing concrete right now. Yeah. Another another note I would like to make is um, when we make rolls in this game, uh, if you could just tell me how many successes you roll, because I'm juggling windows and I may not be looking at that okay. seems so it'll be helpful just to announce how many successes you get. On the okay. Would it be annoying if I prompt people if they forget? Absolutely no. not. I would appreciate it. Okay. Cool. Is this similar to aliens where like usually like one success is what you need and then each extra yes. success gives you a stunt? Or I don't know what they call it in this game, but it was a stunt. No, it doesn't give you a stunt, but it is called um, an extraordinary success. And um, it will increase information you get or the level of success at what okay. you do. Very possibly. Not every time, but often. No, it does not give you there are no stunts in this game. Okay. Stunting on these hoes. Okay, so we're almost done with this stage. Um boots. What we're going yes. to do now is roll for mementos. Everybody gets a memento. And you carry your memento with you. And you may use it once per session uh, to cure two conditions that you may have two conditions so if you were wounded in combat and you've uh, accumulated three physical conditions um, you can heal two of those by invoking your memento once now you can see if you look on your sheet there you can see that the fourth condition is broken for both physical and mental if you become broken um, you are incapacitated and there's actually a whole table for physical brokenness and mental brokenness you can um, actually acquire permanent conditions from those. You can die from those. So you want to try to avoid being broke. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So Boots, let's have you roll for your memento. Yes. Um, at the top okay, of your character sheet, it says roll D66. Um, yes. There is a table. I will tell you what you roll. If you don't like it, you can roll again. But you have to keep whatever you roll the second time. Okay, are we go? Are we going for high or low numbers? <laughs> You're just going for a number, whatever the number oh, is. Oh, okay. So I will click that. this. You will, you will tell me things, and then if I don't like it, I'll do it again. That's the thing. What did you get? Twenty-nine. Uh, I don't know. There we are. Sixty-one. You're really 61. Okay. Now your your memento can become broken or lost in the course of mm -hmm. that mystery. Um, it may be that you can fix it or find it again. Uh, if you lose it, mm -hmm. you can roll for a new memento the next session. Um, if you gotcha. don't like your memento and you like come up with one that you think you'd rather have, um, playing through an entire mystery without a memento will allow you to choose a new one the next time. Uh, okay. But what did you say? 60? 61? One. That is a powder compact with sleeping pills. Mm. I'm going to go again. Okay. And I know i got to keep this one. you got to keep this one. 45. 45 is a music box from your childhood. That's better. Okay. And when you um, when you use your memento to heal two conditions, uh, 
you don't really have to describe how the memento uh, heals the conditions. Just let us know, you know what it is and why it's meaningful to you. Okay. Uh, John, why don't you go next? Uh, sure. So, a 100? No, D66. On your character sheet at the top, there's a button oh. for it. I see. 66. I got 24. 24? Yep. A monkey's skull. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to roll again. Okay. 23. A scruffy cat. A scruffy cat? Mm-hmm. Like... You can like cat? Cat? I'll trade you. Fuck you, John. Fuck you. I want a fucking cat. <laughs> like, I want like, a scruffy cat. Like I a, didn't know that was an option. A live cat. A live cat. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'm oh. stealing your cat, John. You're not. I'm just letting you know. No, I will fight you. You say that now. And it's a black My cat, too, specifically? It's scruffy. scruffy. It's scruffy cat. It's whatever oh, John oh, says baby. it is. And you can name it, of course, obviously. My name's John, and I get a baby. <laughs> um, okay, Amara, would you like me to roll for you? Yep, you gotta. I posted a great gift. Okay, so that came out. Can anybody see that? Uh, you didn't hear me, but I did scream upon beholding that gift. It's a great gift. It's it's an it amazing is. gift. So that's a fifty-five, which is Woo! a golden box from a foreign land. Thought you were gonna say golden retriever. Oh, it could have been given to me by my dear nursemaid. Which what was it? A golden box? Golden box from a foreign land. Do you want to hang on to that, or do you want to try again? Could have been. Mm -hmm. Try again. That's a 54. Oh. How odd. An unsigned will. Yeah, that oh. one. So that's your limit. Mother um, never signed her will. So sorry. I will uh, roll immediately. Forty-five. Mama wants a big cat. That was my number. Haley, I love you. Oh, 45 Somebody else rolled already. Yeah. I thought that, oh, yeah, was, that was. I thought. I'll let you roll that again since somebody else already did, unless you want a music box from your childhood. No. 31. What's a cat? 31 is a silver cross on a chain. So we're calling that your first roll if you want to re-roll it. No. 66. Um, a manuscript passed down in the family. As we'll I said, get you it can more cool things. Or if you want to change it up at some point, you just play through a mystery without a memento. And then you can have a new one. You're like, 
oh, here's my memento. Whoops, it's gone. <laughs> Can I just I lose it in the it? Don't tell Lee, we just threw it in the river. Can I have the music box? Okay. Sure. Nobody I'll trade you a music box for another roll. I don't know. Wait I can't minute. make Wait a minute here. You're not happy with yours? No, no. I just wanted a shot at maybe getting a scruffy cat. Okay. Well, there are other opportunities. All right. Why can't we just love on John's scruffy cat? Like, we don't need a, a ton of cat cats. No, I'm, I'm going to think about it. Okay. And so it's... on... Hmm? I was just gonna say, or I was just verifying, it's a music box from my childhood, or just music yes. box? Music box from your childhood. Okay. Lastly, on your character sheet, or on your archetype sheet, it lists some equipment for you. You can choose one item from your equipment list. <laughs> so on top of it, I can apparently choose a pet dog. Oh. <laughs> what? That's the thing a writer can pick. I can have a cat and a dog. Oh my god. Can you harness them both? I'm not gonna choose a second animal, but I just thought that was funny. That, was funny. that is funny. God. That's hysterical. <laughs> Do these have like um special yes. rules? Packs? Okay. Uh, I'm curious what the book collection would be. Um, that would add. Um, we've got to ask you to add a plus one to rules. Let's see. specifies what equipment you start with. It tells you what your momentum does. Let's see if it gives us a better screen. What was that? Oh, I clicked on something and it was very loud. You said we can only pick one of these, correct? Ah, <clears throat> oh, gotcha. Ah, oh, here it is. Mine? Um, yours? Oh, I was just gonna say that mine says magnifying glass or lockpicks, mm -hmm. uh, comma, revolve. It, it looks like it's giving me an option for more than one, but I think it's just the commas that are confusing me. It's fine. Okay. I'll take a look at it in a second. Um, so for equipment, it says no most of the items you find during your mysteries are of the everyday variety, but some can be more useful, and this includes the ones you start with, increasing your chance of passing your skill tests. You might need lockpicks to open something or a horse to outride a lynch mob. 
These items add a bonus to your test, usually plus one. Some special or even magic items may grant you a greater bonus, but rarely more than plus three. So John, if you took a book collection and you were making some sort of a learning test or uh, something that you feel your book collection could aid with, um, you can make that argument and uh, it could get you a plus one to the test. Okay. So I'm asking this because I want to know what I could realistically reference. Would you, what year would you say it is? Like roughly, like just the decade. You don't have to be super specific, but just the decade is fine. 19 teens. So like 1910-ish? Oh, I'm sorry. No, we're in the 19th century. Um, 18, so what year? Let me take a look. I, I am thinking of having a collection of works of Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe, but I would probably have to be like later in the 1800s. Okay, so I just looked up when Jack the Ripper happened. It was 1888, so right around there. Okay, sure. Okay, that sounds good. So yeah. The works of Poe, excellent. Um, magnifying glass or lockpicks, comma, revolver, comma, knuckle duster or binoculars. Yeah, so those are the three things you can choose from these. Either a magnifying glass or lockpicks, or a revolver, or brass knuckles or binoculars. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. Probably take lockpicks to start. Sounds good. And I forgot to mention the resources too. Is it a scruffy cat? So for resources, it gives you a number on your archetype page. Um, you're going to start at the lowest number. And okay. this designates basically your spending ability. And I can describe oh. what remains to you if you tell me what your number is. We're talking about resources? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I I have two to five. Okay, so you're going to start at two, which is poor. You live very simply. Most days there is food on the table, but far too little. If you have children, they're forced to live in squalor. You might own a change of clothes and a few possessions. Loss of income would be disastrous for you and your family. You're fresh out of college, so... At the beginning, I don't think any of you are going to have a whole lot in here. Now, beside resources, it says capital, right? Uh, beside resources, it's in what? Your character sheet or? On your, on your character sheet. I do not see anything beside resources. It doesn't say that? Okay. It, I, it go, it's sitting on the right-hand side. It goes attributes, then resources, and then conditions is underneath of it. Okay. I thought maybe it had a space to enter the capital. It is not. Okay, that's fine. So, we don't have to worry about that at the moment. Okay. But your resource level gives you a, a number for how much capital, basically how much cash you have on you. Mm -hmm. 
you can go shopping before every episode. We're not going. We're not doing shopping scenes. We're not going to role play the shopping. There's going to be enough opportunity to role play. And like I said, each mystery、mm-hmm. is on a timer, so we don't want to spend a lot of time role playing shopping. But、um, sounds like something a coward would say. Does, does anybody have、um, a resource higher than two right now to start? I. I have a one through four.、Okay. I was so here、start. listening to some of that. You、so、started start with one. Okay, cool.、It、means you're destitute. You're、terrible. completely dependent on others for your survival. That sounds right. <sighs> uh, the rest Can of you I tell you my、two? equipment options?、Mm-hmm. Okay,、um, I'm gonna do the obviously the crystal ball. The tinder box and the dagger. You can choose one. Oh, you can only choose one from all of those. At this time, you can only choose one. Yes. Okay, then the crystal ball. I can make money off of people with that. Um, question, Lee. Do you think that a hurricane lamp or a field kitchen? Or simple bandages would be more useful for us. Well, I will、yeah. tell you that、um, in order to make a medicine test, which can help to、um, cure conditions when wounded,、uh, you need to have some bandages. So those would be、okay. helpful in that regard.、Um, find you、uh, a hurricane lamp would certainly be useful in dark places.、Mm-hmm. Um, the field kitchen could be useful. You're going to be around a lot of towns, probably. I mean, they're they're going to be places to eat mostly. So less useful than the other two. Okay, I'm leaning. Field kitchen less useful. Okay, I'm leaning towards the simple bandages or hurricane lamp.、Um, no one else is taking anything that could aid anyone if they were injured, right? I have a medical skill, so if we needed to compound those. Oh, in order to make a medicine check, you need simple bandages. Okay. You need simple bandages at least in order to heal a physical condition. Okay. Well, I have two in medicine, so I think it makes sense for me to have simple bandages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody's got to. So whatever you enter as your equipment on your character sheet, you can put a one in the bonus field beside it. Okay. And where did I put my、uh, income? Like my、uh, that I'm, whether or not resources I have a... is、okay. under your attributes. Okay. Cool. So I put one for that. You're a one also. Well, she's a servant, so.、Okay. I mean, I think they probably take decent care of me, but as far as like material possessions, like I don't think she has、oh, a lot. Oh, so it's two. So you actually started two with resources.、Oh, you have more money than me. What? I bet it because of my mom's unsigned will. <laughs> Fucking bitch. She was rewriting, you know. Did you say that we get a a one bonus on our equipment? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it'll add, it'll add a one to whatever. Okay. Check you use it for. And that can be up to you to argue if you can, you know, convince me that. It will make a difference in whatever check you're having, you're doing. 
Oh, I see. So when you hit the use, it adds the one to the dice modifier automatically. Okay. And then when you roll it, it would. Yep. Okay. Cool. And then you can just hit clear to clear the dice thing. Okay. Awesome. Um, oh, the only thing remaining is advantages. <laughs> on the way to a mystery or before a mystery you will be able to gain an advantage but only one per mystery the advantage might be a new acquaintance who will then be available at the location to help you a mysterious experience that gives you power or you maintaining or trading with your weapons um, the advantage can also be you bonding with another player you can use your advantage once per gaming session to add two dice to a skill test. Um, so some examples that they give. I have trained with my rapier day and night. Miss Silferdahl seems to like me. I was blessed by an angel. So if you're making a test that you believe you can argue your advantage can help you on, you make that argument and it can add two dice to your test. You can do that once in the mystery. So you can come up with any advantage you want to, and you can pick a new one each mystery if you want to. With the memory of Professor Bernelius's kiss, I can do anything. Playthrough example is the game master says a rumble is heard in the distance. Everyone around you disappears. You are alone in the town square. The sun is coated in the sickly shade of green. Something approaches from the forest. The ground turns muddy, pulling you down. Make a fear test. And the player says, I take out the icon I got from the old lady on the train. Looking at it, I remember Hi, Phoenix. in the darkest moments, hold out your hand and feel the Lord's presence. I get to roll two extra dice. That's an example of how an advantage would be used. I do, this is not helpful. Pete? I do something. Sorry, this is, this is, we come for the, the content, but we come for the cats. Yeah, yeah. More of all cats. Does everybody feel like they're in a good place there? I think I was a little confused by the advantages. The advantage, um, okay. The advantage is just something that you can use once per mystery to allow you to add two dice to a roll. Gotcha. Okay, okay. And those aren't written down somewhere. We can just... Yeah, what, well, no, you can record it on your sheet. Um, yes, but they're not, there aren't, there isn't a list we pick from. There's no list. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. like, I get. Yeah. No. I I understood what. Uh, right. I understood the examples. I just needed to make sure that I wasn't like missing. No, there's nothing to choose from. It's from. just something you come up with. It's like that power boost, right? Yeah. Do we have armor, Lee? Did you talk about that? You can get armor. Um, it is something you're going to have to find or buy. You don't initially have armor. It says protection agility right next to it. Is that like 
Um, Just the our score? heavier the armor is, the worse your agility is when you're wearing it. Oh. <laughs> you clunky. There's a table. So, like, you know, if, if the armor adds three, it's probably going to end up to three agility. I'm going to put you know, purse as my weapon. Is that okay? Yes, but that will take it out of the realm of unarmed combat. Okay, never mind. I'm going to delete it as my weapon. <laughs> and, and if you try to use it, I'm going to ask you what's in it first. Nothing. Well, I don't think there's going to... Like, she's going to have, like, band-aids in it and a loaf of okay. bread. And, like... As long as... <laughs> As long as you don't have a brick in it. No, 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 no. The scale is the loaf of bread. You must know the density and velocity of your your bread loaf. I'm going to swallow. Just going to be shoving loaves of bread down enemies' throats. Like, I mean, gluten-free bread can be kind of dense. So, Dude, tell me about it. Know. I had a peanut butter and jelly today, and it was rough. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your pain. I'm just. <laughs> it was like it was like chewing on a sponge with peanut butter on it. It was oh, like no. so dry. Oh. All right. So anyway. you guys feel like you're in a good place with your character sheets? Insights and defects. Did you go over that? Um, those things can happen as a result of acquiring conditions. Okay. Cool. Um, when I just wanted to make sure. And uh, you suffer. Um, a broken condition which we then roll for uh, it can actually give you an insight or a defect which can be temporary or may end up being broken. Okay. Those can be at that time if we've got everything covered on the sheet can I get a PDF of mine yeah right now when available okay. since I finished my sheet can I have a cookie oh my god are there cookies I'm sorry, I'm feeling punchy tonight. I don't know why. I'm like I'll, uh, wound up, so I feel I'll snap it. a PDF of it after we're done tomorrow and send it to you later. Blessed. I didn't know if I was going to need it for. Well, oh, well, yeah. I mean, we're going to do a little, little playthrough. So if you do want to see it, I can get that done. I just think it would be useful to know my limitations. Oh, we're doing roleplay tonight? Just I guess so. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Hey, roleplay. It's my least favorite part. Yeah, ew. I just love the numbers. God, numbers math. are my favorite thing. Math and rules. <laughs> love those. I'm gonna play a friend of mine's boyfriend or fiance <laughs> is a DM and they play 3.5 and I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And I'm real intimidated. Her I favorite part this... is combat. She favors combat. I literally made, uh, when, when we were playing Pathfinder, I made Chris, like, walk me through the formulas for combat too. moves. And it's... Because I was like, I can't do this in front of people without knowing what I'm doing first. Like, please write these out so I can have them on flashcards, like in old I'm and elementary times. Gonna look adorable with my big deer-in-the-headlights eyes as I try I to No, no, that's why! To... You get the GM to be like, bitch, mm -hmm. write me out these formulas so I don't have to sit there and figure it out in real time. Well, thankfully, if you start at, like, a low level, it will be less complicated. But, like, yeah, Boots, you probably know this, but, like, just 
figuring out your AC is like a yeah, nightmare sometimes because it's just like I hate math. I hate math in front of people in particular, yeah. so it is imperative that I have things written out in a way that I feel like I can hold on to them. I just feel uh, like I'm not gonna have that good of a time, but I'm still gonna try. Are you are you flipping? Like you with said it? you're <laughs> They play Amari. Pathfinder and 3.5, and I've been invited to try both. And you said your character is into combat? Uh, no, my friend who plays is very into combat. That's her favorite part uh, of playing. Okay. And I'm like, bro, we're the opposite. <laughs> yeah, they so, like combat, but... It's like, but... it's not my favorite part, though. She's like, I hate roleplay, and I'm like, what? <laughs> How can you not like role play? You're playing play a video the game RPG. then. She doesn't like video games, but like she likes the math and all the technical stuff. And I'm like, cool. Somebody has to add flavor. I guess I'll come. Um, there you go. We... There you go. You can be the cleric. Clerics don't have to fight a lot, and Everybody you can just be like, I have to go gather berries. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll all die. I have to go gather berries. Love it. Uh, we got drinks. We got drinks. We got cookies. Mm-hmm. God, I want cookies. <laughs> some of us have cookies. Some of us don't. Yep. Some of us have drinks. Some of us don't. So let us begin our introductory playthrough and see if you guys can settle into your characters a little bit. Try the for Monday's child is fair to face. Tuesday's child is full of grace. Wednesday's child is full of woe. Thursday's child has far to go. Friday's child is loving and giving. Saturday's child works hard for a living. And the child that is born on the Sabbath day is bonny and blithe and good and gay. Settle in, friends. Indulge me as I set the stage. Our story begins in mythic 19th century Victorian London, the time of Jack the Ripper, Dickens, Sherlock Holmes. You four come from various walks of life, but have been brought together by what you have in common. At some point in your life, you've each suffered a particular trauma, which awakened in you a gift, or perhaps you think it a curse, called the sight. The sight enables you to see the Vesa, creatures of folklore and fairy, legend and lore, both nightmarish and beautiful, meddling and hopeful. They exist all around us their world mingling with our own, but most often choose to remain invisible to humankind, but not to you. Starting with Amara, please introduce us to your character and tell us what trauma is spilling the sight upon you. So, I am Edith Abernethy, and I lost my mother to a vasin. He had been seen around the area. She had been drinking one night at the pub in town and was on her way home. We think that she went a little too close to the river and they found her body the next day. Um, I am from a farm. I am here with my nursemaid. Um, and I have this unsigned will that I'm trying to get validated by a solicitor so that I can take my inheritance. 
And I think that's about the size of it. Am I supposed to say I'm a witch? If you I feel like that's something I would need to keep secret. Ah. Uh, what do we need to know? What are you... I mean... What in the hell is happening? Okay. <laughs> off. Uh, so Haley, why don't you go next? Okay. Um. <clears throat> and then pass it on to someone. Okay. My name is Dagmar Yadira. I am a servant nursemaid to Eden, and my motivation is to avenge my previous master. And what's the trauma in the episode the same? My trauma would be that my master was lost and she was like a mother to me. Um, and I'll pass it on to John. Okay. Well, I'll be playing Emmett Taylor and he is a up-and-coming writer who hasn't quite made it there yet, seeking his fortunes in London. Uh, I have the unfortunate oddity of seeing the Vasons, as they say, after I saw a close acquaintance of mine murdered by one. That good? It's <laughs> good. Oops. Okay. My character's name is Felicia Yarvin. Uh, she is a private detective, um, which is extremely unusual. So she's sort of, um, she's, you know, it's more like people know her to ask for her. Because, um, you know, heaven forbid a woman own a business license. So, um, and uh, she is definitely, she finds uh, her, her trauma. She came face to face with a werewolf once. Uh, when she was sort of out exploring the grounds uh, in late one night and um, it was the most excited she's ever been so she is absolutely very interested in, in sort of this thrill-seeking aspect of learning more about the Vasen um, and it conveniently ties into a lot of mysterious things that happen that people don't want to go to the police to or talk about because it sounds insane so um so this, this ties very well into uh, sort of what she wants. And uh, if, she, if she stays around the family, they're just going to want her to get married. And that's so tiresome. I'm practically a thorn back already. Because she's in her mid-30s. So uh, apparently uh, women who did not get married and by their 30s were then known as like thorn backs. It's an actual term. I don't know if it's this time period, but now I got to look it up again. Thornback. Uh, Thornback. Thornback woman. Let me... Oh, 17th century New England. There are words like Thornback. Used to describe single women older than 25. Wow. So, a spinster. Yeah. Good heavens. But like, with thorns. That sounds cool to me. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Yeah? Anyway, so that's that's kind of... That's kind of her jam. 
So she embraces uh, being able to see base, and she's excited about it. Oh, yeah. All right. I hate to move on without Amara. Shall we roleplay next time, or...? Well, I'm sure she's working her way back. Yeah. She is typing in Discord. Is she giving up? We're uh, on the edge of our seats. Sorry, guys. Don't know what up. Typing, 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 typing. A little bit of a... <laughs> we have scrolling dots. Oh, John's type. Everyone's oh, that's because I smashed my keyboard. Well, the problem with holding this till next session is next session is uh, its own adventure. Gotcha. And this, this will squeeze it for time if we move this into it. So we, we may need to... Well, I mean, if worst case scenario, we could just do a short session next Wednesday, maybe, if that works for everybody. Like... An extra one? I mean, it works for me. I don't know about anybody else. I'm looking. Because what is next Wednesday? That is the 7th. I don't think I have anything. I don't really know. Oh, so good. Yeah, I can do that. See if she's giving up on reconnecting. I know this is fascinating. <laughs> I mean, there have been cats. Like it's it's been a thrill a minute. There have been, but there aren't any now. Oh, no. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Quick, throw on the cat. I got you. Dance for us, Norm! Norm, they are expecting a performance. Let's go, buddy. Get your shit together. Phoenix got offended that I took him off my lap and he left. Ugh. I saw that. Can you like, blame him? I don't deserve this. This mistreatment. Oh, and God! Now, Look at the belly! Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet girl. How old is she again? Mm, maybe 12? She's maybe. old. Like, why Why would you do that? Oh, look at this good cat content, though. It's like CanCon, but cats. <laughs> I am always here for a good cat con. Also, my cats won't have, let me hold them like that. Like... October will tolerate it for a moment, but it's, it's we have non-malleable cats. CanCon and CatCon. <laughs> oh. 
Okay. Yeah, she's she's like, like, I'm <laughs> she's not thrilled with me. I can tell yeah, by the pin back ears. Yeah. Yeah. Stand up. Let me go, please. Sir, this is this is indignant. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Hi, Mara. We'll, tr we'll try and get wrapped up before everything crashes again. Uh, I just wanted to hopefully finish the setup portion of this here. Sorry about tonight. It's, it's okay. It's not your fault. Um, okay, so we got through everyone's introductions, and during character creation, I think you kind of got a, a feel for who everybody was. So. Mm -hmm. Your shared experiences brought you together, but you never quite knew what to do with your gifts. You met often to share your experiences, your findings, and your dreams. At one such meeting, on a typical dreary London October afternoon, you had gathered at one of your favorite dining establishments, having tea or coffee or a good meal with the only people that you knew who were able to understand the life each of you had come to lead. Unexpectedly, a courier found your table and delivered to you a square crumpled white envelope with each of your first names written on it in dark ink. Inside was a letter from someone named Linnea Elphiklint. None of you recognized the name. It invited you to pay her a visit at the Cheltenham Hospital for Wellness and Recovery. You may not have known the note's author, but you knew that Cheltenham was in fact a private sanitarium an asylum for those afflicted with mental and behavioral anomalies. The note imparted to that this Linnea Elphiklint understood what had brought you together, and it promised answers to questions you may not even have known you had. Suspicious but intrigued, you accepted the invitation and made your way to Cheltenham. There you were taken to a cozy but sparse room, where you found an elderly woman of indeterminate age sitting in her bed smiling at you as you entered. She may have been 70 years of age, as likely as she may have been 100. Her long white hair was well brushed and pulled back in a neat bun. She introduced herself and beckoned each of you by name to pull a chair to her bedside and sit. Immediately, she began to explain that she too had the gift of the sight. In her younger days, she had been part of the society, a group of investigators who looked into matters and mysteries involving the Vesen all over the kingdom. The society, she explained, was itself hundreds of years old, had gone by many names and had many members, but had, sadly, come to an end some 30 years prior. Since that time, no one with your gifts, as far as she was aware, had taken up its mantle. She bid one of you to withdraw from her night table drawer a sheaf of papers. From within it, she produced a large black brass key and the deed to a property called Number 16 Norrington Street. The house there, she explained, had been the headquarters of the society from its very beginnings. She unfolded the deed and you saw that each of your own names were written there. It's yours now, she had said. Bring it back. Do us proud, Thursday's children. Having said this, a far-off look crossed her face, and her gaze became fixed on some point beyond Cheltenham's walls. She stared off and blinked, a slight smile on her lips, seemingly no longer aware of your presence, unresponsive to your many questions. 
Before long, a nurse intruded and instructed you that Linnea needed her rest. You were welcome to come back and visit another time, but sometimes these spells lasted days when they overtook her. The nurse unceremoniously shooed you out the door. And so you decided there was nothing for it but to see what number 16 Warrington Street was all about. After all, it was your house, apparently. After a gray, drizzly day, you find yourselves now as cool evening approaches with London's familiar fog creeping in along the streets and alleys, standing on the walk in front of number 16 Warrington Street. And I am going to roll 20. Neil number 16 Norrington Street to you. That is what it looks like. The neighborhood is quaint, quiet at this time of evening, but you know it's only a block or two from the slums of Whitechapel. The old city is like that, a study in the contrast of have versus have not, stacked against one another like precariously leaning dominoes. Number 16 is an unobtrusive domicile, tall and plain, squeezed tight between number 14 on your right and number 18 on your left. A low stone wall runs along the walk. One stairs lead up to the red front door. Its windows are dark, and it certainly appears for all the world to be uninhabited. But if it's stood empty for three decades, surely someone has been looking at it. It doesn't give off the air of being abandoned. In fact, something about it seems to beckon to you. The scene is yours, Professor. So I missed part of that. Okay. Um, how did we get to the? How did we meet each other? How do we know each other? Because I wasn't here for that part. It sounds oh, like it was all up to you guys. That that oh. was something we had discussed earlier that. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought I came in and missed something when I was no, down. You didn't miss anything. We waited for oh, you. Okay, okay, okay. So you were all together at this restaurant or whatever when the note arrived. Okay, uh, I didn't know how we got to the restaurant. How we know each other? That's we you don't happen to all be there. Bog. What now? You found me digging through your bog looking for the neck. Okay, okay, that sounds right. Not entirely sure how John, unless you just appeared on the property. I think he was going to be a, a writer or something, or write about the neck. Well, I'm not. I don't. I don't know any. I have not seen the neck. Besides from yours. Okay. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to know how we came to have dinner together. I'm sure we can work out the details later. Reasonable, reasonable. Sorry for just making sure I didn't miss anything. No, you did. You're good. Awesome. Well, this is exciting. An I'm entire house. I am floored, frankly. <laughs> it is quaint, ain't it? My lady, is this sufficient for you? I have no idea. Is it sufficient for you? Well, let's, should, should we go in? This is so exciting. Uh, yes, try the key by all means, but maybe be careful. I don't know. It doesn't look abandoned on the outside. I will say, I do think I'm quite a fan of just looking at it instead of going in. 
Lydia is straight up the stairs. Or, excuse Lydia. me. Lydia. Felicia. 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 Felicia is straight up the stairs, like already, like inside, basically. Do you have the key with you? You open the door. Yes. Okay. The door opens to a long hallway, which appears to stretch all the way back to the back of the house. It's very dark. Um, in front of you, there is um, a flight of stairs coming, and you notice at the top of the stairs a pair of glowing orange eyes staring inwardly at you. It is very dark. No other shape is observed. <clears throat> to your left on the wall, you do see a um, brass light switch kind of twist around. Okay, okay. I didn't know if you were... Oh, my goodness. Um, there, there okay, I so Felicia, there. Felicia is looking at the eyes. And then just very, like, she's like, it's okay. It's all right. I'm just going to turn this light on here. And she flips the switch on. The electric lights in the hallway come on all the way down the hall. <clears throat> and lights come on upstairs as well. And as they do, the two eyes vanish in sort of a plume of shadowy black smoke that for a moment holds the shape of a large black dog but then is gone you notice that there is a closed door to your right and curiously there is a much wider open doorway to your left where from outside it looked all the world as though it was just an alleyway between the houses but there appears to be a large very dark moon on it to your left now. And you can hear a sound from the air. Well, I can certainly say there's more here than meets the eye. Are you guys coming in? Mm. I, uh, okay. She, oh, she, my dear, we should... I've updated the scene. Yeah. Uh, Felicia leans out the door and she says, well... There doesn't appear to be anything dangerous inside. Mysterious, yes. Dangerous, no, so far. Are we talking like, uh, like furniture with, with sheets over them? Or is it unfurnished? Is it nicely kept? What's the, what's the, just looking into the house, like down the hallway and everything, are we, are we cobwebs or are we more like mysteriously, conspicuously clean? cared for somehow. We're okay. not looking at cobwebs. Um, you can see the shapes in the room to your left of um, some furniture, nothing covered with sheets. Okay, okay. Is that a lie? It's not derelict! Well, if it's not derelict, it's better than wherever we're staying. Does the library seem to have stock? Books? The door to the or right are you is inside with me? Closed. I know that you can see that it's a library on the Okay. Map, but uh, the door is closed. Okay. Are are all the doors? Uh, the door to your left is open. It's, it's a uh, it's like a double wide door. It appears to have like pocket doors that stand open. Ah, okay. And this is the one that shouldn't be there, according to how it looks on the. Should be an alley. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Felicia moves further along into. She's she's left the door ajar for the other people to 
to join her if they wish. But um, hmm. Tamar is um, going to offer her arm to. I was uh, literally. Eden about to say that Eden was going to reach over and grab Dagmar's hand in the same way she had when she was a little girl. Just like this old habit of when she's a little bit freaked out, she reaches over and grabs her hand and gives it a squeeze like she's looking for reassurance. I thought that would be cute. I like that. You guys are cute. I'm going to call you Mars. That's That's what you'll be. You'll have a little nickname and everything. Mars, I think we should go in. This looks better than where we're staying. Yes, I think that's Alicia a good idea. So kind of walking. She's, she's sort of um, cautiously peering into this impossible room um, just to kind of take it in before entering. And also kind of looking down the hallway, just like Kind of just just taking it in, not necessarily looking at anything mm-hmm. pointedly. She's interested in going in further into the house, but she is perplexed by this room that, by all means, shouldn't be there. The hallway can seems I, inconspicuous. Can I see the front window of the parlor from the hallway? Yes. What does it look like? There is a window in the front, and there are two windows the side. Uh, the curtains are fairly drawn. Um, you can see between them uh, the fog-shrouded street outside that we just came from. I'll go into the parlor and open up the window. Very good. The parlor is fairly dark. Um, the lights are off. You can see some electric lamps um, standing in intervals, so you can tell that uh, there's a large fireplace <clears throat> with a big ornate mantle. Um, there seems to be a painting hanging over the fireplace. The furniture uh, is well-appointed, a large leather couch, some chairs surrounding a coffee table. Um, heading to the window, you part the curtains and find the window to be locked, but the latch turns easily, and the window slides up seem to stick at all. And you can see the street outside that you just came from. Would one of you ladies walk to the street and see if you can see me? I squeeze Dagmar's hand one more time and then release and I step out. Um, Dagmar's going to just kind of like reach out instinctively but then retract her hand so you go out so yeah. both of you go outside well i was going to dagmar can dagmar's kind of... gonna let her go by herself okay standing outside you see an alley stretching between your house and the next one you see no indication of a window or any space that but that room do i see them and you, looking out the window, can see Eden standing there, looking there a bit is. perplexed. I can't see a thing. Okay, so I've pulled the curtains up. Does the window, it, does the glass open? Yes, yes. I thought okay. that you had intended to open the glass. Oh. Slides up. 
What if you hollered out, I wonder? If I poke my head through the window opening, what does it look like? It looks as though you're sticking your head out the window of a house. But if I look at the house, do I see where the alley is? Am I... You can see where the alley is, but it looks as though it's an appropriate distance from where you are, given the room you're standing in. Can I see him? You cannot. That's wild. Okay, so it's just like magically expanding house. Can you hear me out there? Can I hear him? You can. Where are you? Because I can't hear you. I can see you. This is very queer. I... How about... Just an absolutely questionable situation. How about you and I switch places and then you can see what it is that I'm seeing? I have an idea. Is there a... Is it reasonable for someone to walk up to the window? From the outside? Well, like, is there, like, a fence in the way, or can someone walk up to the wall? I have a question, too, to play off of that. Um, If I follow the sound of his voice, would I encounter a wall or anything? Is it, like, an illusion? All right, I'll I'll answer John's question first. Um, On your side of the house, what you're seeing from the window... Um, looks as though there's some shrubbery below the window. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's a stone wall along the walk outside of the house. Um, but inside of that walk, there's like a small courtyard um, leading up to the house. And that appears to you to continue in front of the window that you're looking out of. Um, from Eden's perspective, uh, there is no courtyard on that side. There's simply the alley that goes between the houses. So you wish to walk up to the point where you can hear his voice? Yeah, I want to follow the sound of his voice. I'll be like, keep talking. I'm trying to find the, find you by the sound of your voice. Things out here look, well, it's like you're, it's like you're coming from an alley. Oh, well, this is quite queer, as you say. Um... As you approach the house and you hear his voice, um, you pass under the point where you can hear his voice and you begin to walk down the alley between the houses and you can hear him talking behind you i stop what does it look like to me does it look like she walks through me or through my wall she walks directly to the point below you and as you watch her walk she simply vanishes into the house back 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 up for just a bit Oh, I totally bolt out of that alley. She does not like alleys and stuff. And you see her back out of the house. Can you reach your hand up? Can I reach her hand? Through the window? Sure. Do I grab her hand? You grab her hand. What? Can I see him or anything now? You can feel him, but you cannot see him. Oh, it's just like I'm being grabbed by an invisible hand. Mm-hmm. I yank my hand away and I'm like, is that you? What was that? Oh, Jesus, I almost fell out. Don't do that. <laughs> I couldn't see a thing. It just felt like I was being grasped. Eden? Eden? Yes. Yes, I'm coming. Mm, oh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. No, he's like, are you? Uh, I do what Josh said. <laughs> You're a bad person, and I can't stand you. Shut up. He responded, "You're sitting down." So that's where I'm at. Uh, let's play forever. Uh, I'll back away from the window. Uh, I yeah. try to cover that I've like I've been quietly sprinting, like trying to get inside as quickly as possible because I'm so sketched out, but I'm trying to hide it from Daimar, like playing it off because I want her to trust that I'm a grown-up. Dagmar is going to give Emmett a side eye. So I wonder well, into the looking... room. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. Uh, so I wander into the the room and I peer out of the window where Emmett was, and I just jaw drop, just flabbergasted. Like, what? What? How? And then see, when you walked forward, you just walked right through the wall and disappeared behind it. There was nothing in my way. There was absolutely nothing to block a single thing I was doing. In fact, it was it was eerie that I could interact with you in any type of way because I could not see any evidence of this room from the outside. That was a fascinating space in space. I don't know what it is. I but think you should go take a peek. Well, I saw it firsthand already. Well, no, 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 other side. You should see it from both sides. Well, I, I saw it when I, when we came to the house in the first place. I saw what the alley looks like. That's why I investigated this. Well, I mean, from the perspective of somebody who is interacting with someone on the other side, so you can see what exactly the interaction looks like. But well, it sounded like you walked down an alley. I'm only the invisibility thing and stuff. Play it on one more than five. Felicia, what were you saying? Let me unmute first. Uh, she's been looking for a cat. Uh, no, she's been looking for um, the source of that noise that you said we heard when we first came in. Yes. Uh, uh, by the wall over near the fireplace in the uh, parlor in the parlor there stands okay. a small round table with a phonograph atop it mm -hmm. uh, there is an electric lamp standing beside it but it is currently off uh, mm -hmm. and you can tell as you get closer that it's a, it's the phonograph with the big you know the big horn yeah 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 um, and there is a record uh, that the needle has reached the end and the record is turning and it is producing the ch -ch 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 sound. And as you near it, okay. you hear come out of the phonograph horn. Ah, okay. This is in the parlor? Mm hmm Or, okay. Are we all in the parlor? Yeah, have we all? I, I don't know if the rooms are separate. It was the parlor window that. Oh, okay, uh, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Dagmar has yeah. joined everyone in the parlor. Okay, so uh, Felicia is looking uh, quite quixotically at this um, 
phonograph and she kind of like kind of peers over tries to see what the record is if it's is it in english is it it's turning a, it's turning okay she moves a little closer and puts her ear next to the phonograph speaker but i don't hear the the sort of voice thing anymore all you hear is the crackling okay so she's gonna just let me think for a second because she's a private detective she probably has a pen or something on her she's she's carrying a pen and notebook kind of at all times um and she's just gonna take her pen and just very gently move the needle off the thing and like put it to rest okay um and as you as you lay it on its rest um, the revolution of the record slows and comes to its end. Yes. Can I see what record it is? It's rather dark and shadowy where you are. Did you want to turn the lamp on? Yes. Okay. As you do, the electric bulb comes on, and for a split second, standing on the other side of the phonograph player, you see the silhouette of a human figure but it flickers away immediately she turns around did any of you guys see that did any of you guys see that yeah uh make an observation test okay make make an observation test (laughs) yes no modifiers right no modifiers do you want me to do one as well sure well no you saw it one success for Dagmar. I also have a success. That is a success for Eden. Wow, guys, I also have a success. You also nice. Have. I was on three die, too. Oh, cool. That was unlikely, but you succeeded. Yeah. Yes, you all caught a glimpse of this momentary figure. I did. What was that? What's... And for the record, uh, Felicia, you noticed that uh, the record that um, says Nocturne in D minor. All right, Nocturne in D minor. I do. I recognize this tune. You didn't hear the tune. Oh, the, do you know from the title? Do I do I recognize? I mean, is it is it like the hot, the hot track, of the time or anything, or is it just? Uh, make a learning test. It's Tchaikovsky. Do I just well, click yes, I... learning? Mm-hmm. I mean, no modifiers. It sounds like oh, okay. something your character would know, though. John, you don't recognize it. No successes there, correct? Ooh, I have two successes. Emmett so I got two successes? Oh, no. Don't you tell me that this is going to be another dice situation for Felicia. <laughs> I'm going to roll ahead. real dice, you guys. Honestly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't blame you. Um, I wouldn't blame you. But yeah, this is... Yeah, you've all seen it. Right? Hmm? Um, or yes, as a matter of fact, it is Tchaikovsky. Okay, I just Googled it when you said it, so... <laughs> But yes, yeah, so this is this is a classic. 
Yes. I wonder if Dagmar would know Tchaikovsky. Is that like your region? No, it's French. No, Tchaikovsky's not French, is he? No, he's no. Russian. No. He's oh. Russian. Oh, you're right. Nocturne means. Yeah, but Tchaikovsky himself is Russian. Google is like giving me back. Yeah, he's Russian. What is special about Nocturne? Just a single movement. I was just going to ask if Dagmar should make a learning test to see if. I don't know why she would. She's not very cultured because she. She's poor. Music is music. True. Oh. Tchaikovsky is like a very And that's a popular. yes. I'm saying I no, am saying. There's no reason you wouldn't. No Eden. As an occultist, mm -hmm. even though you do not take the medium talent, you do have a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. Clearly, something of spiritual nature is occurring here. Would you like to attempt a seance mm -hmm. to see if you can contact? Um, first I want to know if I would have seen Felicia's re Felicia. reaction to the voice, because if it's possible, I would like to start by just calling out with my words, rather than going straight in for a seance. Sure, if you were watching, then you noticed how she reacted. Okay, well then I'm going to be like... Is there anyone here? The crackling of the record having stopped. Um, the house is dead silent. Okay. I want to go mm. and crank the gramophone and make her happen. I want to play the record. Sure. Yeah. And I want to turn mm -hmm. off the lamp. Okay. You crank the gramophone. Place the needle on the record. Nocturne in D minor starts up. And you turn up the lamp. Anyone there? You hear some beautiful music. Dagmar, oh, I'm sorry, not Dagmar. Fuck. I'm Dagmar. You are Dagmar. Does Dagmar move? Oh, of course, of course. I glance around the parlor for a candle and hopefully light it if possible. Sure, you can find a candle. There's a candle. Um, there are a number of candles in the mental piece. Excellent. I light a few candles and I look for an end table. It's super pop. loud. Yeah, that is loud. Sorry, I'll turn in D minor is very loud. <laughs> turning it down but i i look for an end table and i look for a cloth and i set it up and i think a seance is due sure there's a coffee table in in the midst of the furniture beautiful beautiful i set it as pretty as i can with a candle and all with what's available to me and i Are say you yep and i'm gonna say gather around kids I'm not a child. Do I know? I'm not a child. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are 
You are a child. <laughs> Dang, my don't insult them. <laughs> my heart is widow feelings. Would the rest of you <laughs> like to lend your energies to this endeavor? As Dagmar has oh, yes. seen her do this before, she uh, eagerly will sit down and put her hand out. Well, then, Eden, I... have you make an observation test okay. with um, a plus three. So I believe, or Emmett, are you are you helping as well? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sorry, I insulted you. Um, Dagmar got two successes. Yeah, um, oh yeah, Dagmar. Uh oh. oh yeah. <laughs> what are you rolling for? Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you said everyone does it. My bad. No, just we're helping her. Oh, I missed that. Okay. She gets to roll three oh, bonus wow. dice. Why but are you, you so upset? Got no successes. Oh. Can I make more than one attempt? Let's like see. to take time, recenter myself, really try to pull that energy in. Focus what is on it them. exactly that you're doing to reach out? Like what I am reaching out to the spirit of the house, trying to figure out what exactly we're dealing with here, like what all could be around us. I'm trying to like. You know when you step outside to feel what the weather is rather than looking at the app or something? You're just getting a general idea. An app? What's an app? <laughs> so is this, is this like an internal monologue that you're having with the house? Sort of your, your, yeah. Or, or is it more kind of just of like a, a mental reaching out? Kind of like a... Do you know when you're praying... And you're praying in a conversation, but you're reaching out to a concept. It's like that. When you first sat down and laid out the sentence, Yadira sort of bickering at Emmett was, was, was very distracting. It was, it was creating a, a negative energy about you. As everyone sort of settles in, you, you ask them to all refocus and this sort of conversation that you're having um, achieves a, a new level and you can make one more attempt. Really? Two successes. Yes! Nice! So what is it that you're looking for? I am looking for... I mean... If it's the Vazen that are making things shifty and weird, or if it's something else. And what is everyone doing? Are you just sitting in a circle? Are you holding hands? Are you? Yeah, I figured we would all be like holding hands, eyes closed. I like opened by guiding your breathing, like in through the nose, out through the mouth, just kind of keeping that that focus. If we can all keep our breath moving at the same time, and we can keep our hands together and our eyes closed, and focus on a singular goal of reaching out to the house. 
Are you asking a question or are you just looking for? I'm looking for information. I don't have a specific question to ask. Um, if that's not pointed enough, then I can be asking, why are we here? The interior of the house is fairly cold. You feel the air sort of begin to swirl a little bit. The candles begin to dance. And from the table in between all of you, you hear a... And then from near the fireplace, you hear... Sorry about that, Mum. It's been a while. Didn't need me to make the knocking noise there. It's good to see you all. Nice to see you too, sir. Thank you for responding. Knocking noise and or otherwise. The shape of the silhouette that had appeared um, sort of reappears in the darkness and fills in. And you see a translucent middle-aged man, a bit of a paunch, balding on top, um, dressed in almost uh, 18th century looking sort of tuxedo with a high collar and the I may only uh, be of service me good people. Dagmar is going to get up with her purse and get ready. <laughs> Dagmar, no! <laughs> I just like reach oh, my arm. How delightful! Okay, what, what is your then... name, good sir? Uh, wait, my name, my name is Whitby, Mum. Whitley. The, the butler of the house. Yes, well, hello, Whitley. Um, can wh- you tell wh- me? Whitley, mum, if you beg my pardon. I'm sorry, sir. Wh- it's Whitby. Sorry Whitby. To you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Whitby. Did you previously have a lady of the house? Oh, indeed, mum. Uh, we've had, we've had quite the. Uh, collection of folks come through here over the years. I see, I see. Does anybody ever stay long? Well, it's been quite a while, I must say, since the living of Trondy's Halls. Okay. And um, for, for many, many years, I, we were as a lively place here, but it's been rather quiet recently. Now, we were gifted this house by a lovely elderly woman in a sanitarium. Would she perhaps be a previous tenant? Well, it's, it's right likely I was set up. No, I don't know nothing about that. I can yes, tell sir. you're supposed to be here, though. Oh, could you oh, expand how upon you that? that? Everyone's talking at once. It's been a while since I've dealt with the living. What I'm so that? sorry, sir. Can you expand upon that? Indeed, I can. Now, may I offer, I feel I'd be remiss in my duties if I didn't suggest that perhaps we warm up the place a bit. I would You're be, be ever a bit so cold. So he turns I... toward the fireplace and yells, Oi, Hob! We got residents again. Come on, Hob. And you hear a scuttling from inside the fireplace. 
and then one of the bricks goes and slides out and from behind the brick uh, you see this little fellow up here can somebody describe him to me oh my god oh that's right you can't see it i'm sorry it's okay do um, we put it on discord sure put it on discord yeah that'd be awesome you got well, enough that going on he scuttles Felicia out. Felicia is just about... like delighted by all of this. She looks like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> he's about three inches tall. Stop it. He's so cute. And he scuttles out from behind the brick and says, I'll be happy to light it for you if you like. Uh, you folks all want a fire in every room or just in this one? Uh, a room for What's each of for us with, with a bed. Each of us gets right, that. That ain't what I asked. Did you want a fire in all the rooms? Fine, yes. Fire in all the rooms. If you beg my pardon, ma'am. Sir? Is, Hob is uh, sort of the caretaker of the fireplaces. I see, uh, I and see. The, uh, we've got one in each room. Uh, the library, the kitchen, the dining room, the parlor, and then upstairs in your four bedrooms. And he can get them all going for you and, and just... Make sure yes. uh, they're they're running smoothly and, and nothing toward happens. Right, I'll that start them all up. Right, that didn't quite need to be so difficult, did it? Oh, and turns sorry. the fireplace. Boom, 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 pounds on the mantle, uh, on the, the mantelpiece, and from the flue, three logs go. Doo, doo, doo. They fall into place, and he begins manipulating them, doing something, and shortly a wisp of smoke comes up from them and then they flare to life and before long um there's a lovely fire crackling in the fireplace and you can feel its warmth coming out and says, I love it here. right i'm off to the other rooms and he goes back behind his brick and it slides back into place does your kitchen do stuff too well uh, ma'am uh, in fact hob is not part of the house i mean the, the kitchen it gonna do nothing itself. Okay, okay, that's cool. Well, I mean, Can like, we? Hob, Hob did the fire. Hob's a genius. I just a wonderful thing. Well, I have what, never seen anyone quite do. like him. Very, just so cool. Um, so, I understand the four years here to take up residence. Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, it's good to have you. Thank you. I'm here to help in any way I can or answer any questions you may have. Can we send out for our belongings? Don't be for purse. She won't hit you, I assure you. <laughs> Dagmar, put your bag down. <laughs> I grab your hand and squeeze it again to reassure you. Like He's I just don't. here to help trust I don't blame you this is an interesting situation but this is a hell of a lot more comfortable than that inn that we could barely afford well ma'am of course you're free to move in uh, as we said there are four bedrooms upstairs and uh, the house is yours as far as I understand it I would like to be on the side of the house I see 
I sense you've got the deed with you. We do. So, it's your house. It's our house. We have a house now, you guys. Huh. Outrageous. Amazing. I've never I had been had renting a, a small room above a tailor. Well, I always wanted you to be treated like an equal anyhow. So it's about time you get your own house. Are there any other residents here, so to speak, like yourself, that we should you be mean, aware of? Yes. Yeah, that's Currently, where is me and home? And then uh, most likely you at least caught sight of Shackleford when you come in. Was he dog-shaped? Oh, I. He's the house grim. Uh, oh. He keeps the place free from... You have a puppy? Nasty facing, as it were. You probably ain't gonna see too much of Shackleford, to be honest. Oh, please let him know that he's always welcome if he would like some pets. I will give oh, him all the belly rubs. He's, he's not much for, for scritches behind the ears, I must say. Uh. Well, if any nasty basin come about, we'll certainly see an earring. Has that um, been historically a thing? Nasty basin coming here? Boy, well, they're everywhere, as I'm sure before you know. Uh, they do sense your gift and your presence here. It can be a thing. And we have trouble with, uh, you know, brownies from time to time. Shackerford don't really uh, concern himself much with brownies, more like bigger things. And at that moment, you see um, sort of a swirling, shadowy shape come into the room. And as it does, it begins to take the form of um, a translucent cat. And Mara, why don't you tell us what that cat looks like? <clears throat> Somebody better describe that cat quick as hell. Somebody describe that. Hmm? A ghostly cat comes into the room, jumps up onto the coffee table, and um, Emmett, does Emmett have his cat with him? Yes. So this Where? new ghostly cat my shoulder. sits staring at Emmett's cat. And begins to blink Do you want me to describe the, the ghost cat? Yes, please. Uh, the cat is fairly large, uh, as far as tomcats go. Uh, sort of tenderly, as sort of typically you might see a specter kind of floating in and out of, of um, you know, the edges are, are fuzzy, literally. Uh, and, and you can make out the shape, you can make out the eyes, and you know it's a cat. But, um, you know, it's it's not fully formed all the time. It doesn't look like a solid shape you could touch. I love this so much. Um, anything else you want me to tell folks about this cat? What, what would its coloration be? Probably sort of a... Honestly, it kind of looks like Norm, to be perfectly honest. It's kind of a brown, tabby-ish color. Um, kind of a a stocky looking a stocky looking gato definitely a tomcat probably not a lady um and definitely carries himself with an air of he knows he knows that this is his territory that this is his place and he's he's fine with you being there but 
he's also part of the, the, the keeping staff. How am I gonna find a ghost cat to go to or go with Slobberchomps? I have a new baby. And as it sits staring at its cat, <clears throat> still blinking at eyes, it says, <clears throat> it says, maybe I hear that you mentioned brownies. I kept them quite away for some time. <gasps> no words. Hi, Felicia is you. basically like losing her mind. So much. <laughs> She's, she's crouched down. She's looking at him. Mm. He does tend to take care of the brownies here about. Who is this? What is, what is your name, sir? Quite delicious, to be frank. Oh, so glad you love I do have one. What would you call me? Dagmar reaches for her purse. Dagmar, no! <laughs> Sorry, I missed that last part. I would call you handsome! Me. I would call you handsome I and do smart and what capable. Talented. Have you, had, have you had a previous name that you preferred? Hmm. I'd forgotten about all. Hmm. I then I shall call you Chester. If that's all right that's with you. Simple question, Chester. Yes, I'll accept it. Excellent. Chester, it's delightful to make your acquaintance. Are you are you um tangible at all? She, she kind of hesitantly like puts out a hand a little bit to see if he you know, in, in the same way you would introduce yourself to a cat, just like, like offering a hand before doing anything else. He reaches his nose over and sniffs at your hand, and you can feel the little feathery touch of the nose on your fingers. I'm tangible when I choose flowers. May I pet you? Hmm. And he leaps into your lap. Ah! <gasps> <laughs> I love him! <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness! Chester will call him, is that right, man? If, if it's all right with him. What? Mm, it's fine. Right, well, yeah, he, he keeps the brownies at base. So between him and Shackleford, we don't have many problems around here, Bows. We should have named him Chocolate, because he takes care of the brownies. <laughs> or Chip. We, we can retcon that if, if you want me to. I'm not trying to be in the... I just really like you. It it would appear that we have uh, fans of your ilk among us, and and I have a million questions for you, but we don't need to uh, go into them now. And she's just like petting him. At what does time he feel like it? anything? Or... What did you say? Reality. Yeah, like what time is it? Like. On a scale of one to ten, how sleepy are we at this point? Sure, it's uh, after supper. Okay, it's, okay. It's Wait, do we mean us or the player characters? Let's say so. I meant the player characters because I'm okay. really yeah. tired. So at that moment, then, um, Whitby sort of perks his head up and goes, oh. Mama, I believe uh, there's a post at the door. I go to the door. There's a mail slot in the door. 
and you can see that an envelope has been slid through. And uh, the envelope is addressed to Emmett Taylor. Okay, I take it over to Emmett. Hmm? Oh, what's this? It's addressed to you. So if you open the note, you can see that it is a letter. It says, Dear friend, I fear I've been remiss in failing to keep up our acquaintance. The correspondence of our early friendship was most enlightening. For me, and I dare hope, you found some diversion in it as well. I still dabble in local archaeology and folklore, and have read a little in the London papers about recent events that are about. I wish I were writing now to renew our acquaintance and to propose further exchanges on such fascinating matters, but I have another purpose. Certain troubling events around the village where I serve as curate of the church reminded me of our discussions concerning the legends surrounding certain standing stones and their connection to folklore with witches, with tales of witches, hags, and other troll folk. More than that, a young woman is dead, horribly murdered, and her former suitor is in danger of hanging for the crime. Since the unfortunate girl's body was found, our village has been in the grip of winter. Frosts as bitter as those of February blight the area, and some creature, perhaps a wolf, though none has been seen in these parts for four centuries at least, has been driven by the cold to prey on farmers' livestock. Other strange occurrences have added to the woes of the local people, and there is talk of a curse. I recall that you once hinted at some knowledge, some resource that you could bring to bear in the unraveling mysteries of this nature. If you do indeed have it in your power to investigate our situation and bring the truth to light, then I beg you to do me the honor of visiting. My home is humble, but it is at your disposal. I await your reply eagerly and hope for the pleasure of renewing our acquaintance in person. Sincerely yours, Edgar Longby, curate of the parish of St. Biron. Do I know this person? You do. Okay. From Oxford. Okay. Um. He will quickly read that to himself and then relay what it says to them. Very good. This timing is decorous. It's where we will wrap the opening session. I'm digging the vibes thus far. Yeah, I really like this. Oh, good. good. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of deck bar now. <laughs> <laughs> that purse did, is did you give us a ghost cat out of pity? Oh, no. Or is that's, that's part of the module? Oh no, this is this is all um, rude. This part. We have a goat um, cat that hunts brownies. So before we go, it is it is uh, it is time to go. But before we go, I'd like to um, offer you some experience points. Ooh. Um, so on your character sheet, you can tick off a yes to each question as, as the experience points. Um, did you participate in the session? Yeah, yes. It's yes. a yes for everyone. Um, did you confront any vason? No. Maybe. Yes. We should confront Hob. Hob is a vason. Is a vason. Oh. The the, is there a difference between a vason and a ghost? There is a difference. A ghost is a ghost. Okay. Yes. 
Oh wait, uh, did we all confront the Zeta? Did we all confront him or just? Okay, then yeah. yeah. Were there we spoke to him. So I award you a yes for that. But the cat was Very also nice. more than just a spirit, right? It was talking to us. I can pet him. I like. Yeah. Do we? Would we be able to discern the difference between if it was a vason or not? It, I, will, I will just tell you that it is just a ghost cat. Okay, I can talk. Okay. Cats How are in their own class. Did you identify a previously unknown vason? We'll say yes yeah. because you had never yes. encountered a Misa before. Were you affected by your dark secret? That's a no for everyone. I don't know what most of them are yet. Uh, did you take risks to protect other people? Yes. Uh, yes, I even went into like a yes, I think alleyway so. and stuff. To protect other people? Okay. I was gonna hit well, to okay, be fair, I went that guy. With the one, uh... You were gonna hit everybody at some point. Alright, so if, if you feel that you did, award yourself a yes. Do I have to? Well, I didn't actually hit them, so. I didn't actually protect anyone. I was very I didn't brave. Protect but anyone. I didn't protect anyone. I just protective. went first. I'm I'm not going to monitor your answers to these, so answer honestly <laughs> as you feel. Um, have you I didn't anything? know such thing. Have you have learned, learned it? Yeah, I mean, um, we learned a lot about friendship and also <laughs> ghost cats, Cerello, ghost cats, households that have been given to us, old ladies and sanitariums, mysteries of real estate. Uh, this one is session you, as you zero feel, stuff. As you feel, did you develop something in your headquarters? Y yeah, didn't we? Oh. By getting well, it, we lit a fire. I mean. We went from no headquarters to a headquarters. Yeah, I feel like that counts. Did you develop something new in the headquarters? No. A relationship. What so was feel free to answer that as you wish. I said you had a seance. Yeah. Did you perform an extraordinary action? Did anybody make a role where you gained extra successes? Ooh, I did. Uh, I did. <laughs> I'm gonna did, uninstall did my, I'm gonna start a new <laughs> I'm gonna start a new like thing. A new profile in roll twenty because we cannot have this for like a second game. No, we We're only yeah. one session in. Like it's it, I got no mode. successes on any rolls. So did you I use Mindly? Because Yeah, yeah. You, you did. You had two successes okay. on the You uh, gotta be checking stuff off for yeah. me. Okay. okay. So, those are your experience questions. So you third yeah. However many yeses you got is how many experience points you get. Okay. I got six. Nice. Now, uh, let me find. Not sure how many I have. Development questions. Okay, answer these for me as a group. Those were individual questions. Okay. Did you play at least one scene at the headquarters? That's a yes, right? Yes. Did you encounter a new type of basin? Yeah. Yes. Did you visit a place of magic? Yes. That place has got to be magical. Were you subjected to magic? Advent. Yes. You did walk through an illusion, and we did interact yeah. with it. Yes. Did you bring occult books or other important items back to headquarters? No, because you didn't come from the mystery. Did you make important contacts? Yes. 
Was the mystery particularly difficult and epic? Uh, no. no. Uh, not. Uh, solve the mystery. Cool, no mystery. Okay. Do you want so that? Did you solve the mystery? There was no mystery no. to solve. Really. So, Are we supposed to be checking um, off the group ones? Um, I'm I'm checking those for you right now. So that's oh, four okay. lessons for development points. Um, so uh, next session, before we begin, um, we will let you uh, spend those um, if you like. If you have at least five, you can spend them five experience points. You can spend them to increase a skill or an achieve by one, or you can buy a new talent. So you can think about that in the time off. Okay. I'm so excited. I really like this game okay. already. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, we will get into a proper mystery the next time. Yeah. Do you think you can get us a PDF of all the talents? I will do that, yes. Okay. That'd be very yeah. useful for this. Is it how much does it cost? Is it one point you spend per or is it like multiple it's five points? experience points for oh. talent? Yeah, it's increments of five experience points for okay. five five XP per. Okay. Yes, you can raise a skill or an attribute by one point for five points. Yeah. You spend five, or, or you can get any talent from across the board. That's an attribute score, not a skill, so that's even better. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I'm glad you guys had fun. I loved and, it. Um, we will. Ghost uh, cat. Ghost cat. We will um, get into a proper mystery the next time, and that will be... Uh, is everybody good for two, two Wednesdays from now? Mm-hmm. Sure. I will... Oh, I think that so. That will be the 14th. Is that getting close to anything for anybody December 14th? Not for me. I'm all right. I think I'm, I'm good. good. I'm yeah, good. I should be good. Be good. Unless the 7th works better for anybody. I'm free either evening. Would you rather just do next week, or do you want to wait two weeks? Um, either is good for me. Actually, can can we wait? Because it's going to be a lot easier for me. Absolutely, let's sure. do it the 14th. Yeah. yeah. And we should have Descent into Avernus on Monday, yes? Yes. Yeah. We're going to descend. Gonna Hopefully we're going to fucking finish this module soon. Maybe we can work in another shopping episode. Ooh, that'd be ideal. <laughs> we have at least two more sessions and maybe three. Okay, okay. Well, like I said at the beginning, though, unless we all die. That could happen. Yeah. That could happen. God, I hope not. I would be right. so distraught. You guys are pretty capable, though. You did, like mow down a very big demon very quickly. We We're sure also dumb. So. <laughs> That's true. We are the damned fools. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, well, thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for playing, my friends. And um, we'll see you in uh, two Wednesdays. Love you guys. Mm -hmm. Love you. Bye, Bye internet. Bye.